Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hello there, podcast listeners, users, whatever you are called. Uh, thank you for downloading this podcast, if, of course, you did, or maybe you just signed up for it once and it just downloads automatically. Whatever you did, thank you for doing it. Uh, this is the podcast. Um, obviously, uh, please get involved, so if the, any topic comes up that you think, oh, that's quite funny, I've got a funny story about that, please get in touch. You can uh, find me on Facebook uh, or use the Absolute uh, website to get in touch with me and add your bit to... Uh, the story uh if um if it's funny and and good then uh we'll try and use it on uh, a later podcast uh the show goes out live sunday morning 8 to 11 so if you can be asked give us a listen bye jason manford absolute radio good morning it's jason manford on absolute radio this morning joined by the brilliant my one of my favorite people in the whole of comedy, oh. Janice Connolly. Oh, thank you. Hiya, good morning, everybody. Say hello, everybody, back. They, I think they just did. I heard them. I think, I think they did. <laughs> I think it worked like that. Uh, thanks for coming in. Very nice it's of a you. Pleasure. Especially since you, you, you were with me last night as well. I was so, oh, with it sounds you. a bit, ooh, ooh, <laughs> with me last night. But you were supporting me last night in uh, Todmorden. Yeah, it was brilliant, wasn't it? Great old theatre, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, Todmorden Hippodrome, yeah. which they pulled back from an abyss. It was about to fall down i think and owned by the members yeah a load of uh, load of uh, volunteers yeah. sorted it sorted it uh, so this morning what we do janice on uh, other mornings we have a bit of a moan first half hour all oh, right we have brilliant. a little moan for being up this this okay. early because it's not natural on a sunday so if you're out and up and about this morning uh, or out and about this morning let us know 8 12 15 on the text jason manford Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Janice Connolly is with me this morning. You alright, Janice? Yeah, I'm just laughing because we've got this screen with the text on. I can't see without my glasses on. Oh. I'll be okay, I'll be alright, Jace. <laughs> oh, they, they come in these texts, they, they absolutely come in fast as I'm, well. It's brilliant, so many people it's, all it, doing this stuff on a Sunday morning. They're just it's up. busy out there, kid, it's busy. It, it's mad busy out yes, there. It what, let, let's see what people are doing. Go on. Robbie is building walls in Bradford. Good lad, I bet that's, his mother's thrilled, he's, he's a good that, lad. That's what he's doing this morning. <laughs> and uh, Jen, I'm not sure about this one. Morning, Jace. I'm up far too early. Uh, after going to bed at half one last night, but you might not have much sympathy as we're on the way to the airport to go to Hawaii. Show off. Sh- that is showing off, isn't it? That is showing off. Nice, have a nice time. We're just jealous. Yeah. I, I hope you don't have a great time, actually. <laughs> no, you were brought up to be nice. I know, but that, not on Sunday morning. No, it makes you very bitter. Why has she said morning? that? There's no need for that. She says, show off. That's what she's doing. I think I hope you have an average time. <laughs> not horrible. Not enough to get your money back. No, but, that's right. Just average. Not me- not amazing. When you come back and they ask you in the shop, how mm. was it? Just go, it was all right. It was fine. Wish we'd gone landed now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Clive in Camberley. Uh, I'm up and about to clean the, ca- clean the garage out. What's that about? I don't know. Probably been told to. It's probably been told That's, to. They've definitely been told to. No he'd one be, does that. Go to the tip later on a bit. And this is a good. This is always a good topic. Kelly, morning. I'm up. Uh, well, I'm up for a seven mile run. Bore off, Kel. Uh, <laughs> and but she, later on, uh, Sunday lunch, eating my body weight in roast potatoes. I love a Sunday dinner. Well, if they didn't eat so many potatoes, they might not have to go for the run. Well, there is there is an argument to say oh, that. That's right. But a Sunday dinner's brilliant. Is Do you it? have a big proper Sunday dinner? Proper dinner, Sunday dinner. I'm, although I'm a, I'm a chicken man at the moment. I like the ch- I like the chicken on a Sunday roast. What, what what's your what's your meat on a Sunday roast, Jan? Well, I've not had one for a long time because I work all the time. But preferred lamb. Oh. 
That's my preferred. Mint sauce. Some mint sauce, yeah. Tasty. Pickle cabbage, red. Oh, pickle cabbage. Yeah, bring all back the pickles. <laughs> Fancy. Uh, and uh, this, a lot of people doing this as well. Morning, Jason. Do my weekly Sunday trip to get my daughter to take her to football. Yeah, that's good. There's a lot of, of that. A lot of sport. Nice, a lot of sport going on. Uh, and then other people up for reasons they don't want to be up. Uh, this fella here uh, had a dodgy king prawn curry last night, so I've been up for the last couple of hours. Seven pints. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, seven that's what's happened there, isn't it? That's he's, right. In his head. We've all heard it before. <laughs> in his head, he's gone. Oh, it's the, it was I a don't curry. Know what's happened. <laughs> <laughs> Eight, twelve, fifteen on the text this morning if you're up and about. Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Good morning, it's Jason Manford. Janice Connolly is with me this morning. And uh, we're here till 11. Uh, well, we're going to be talking about many, many things, um, especially uh, a, a very. A legendary uh, tortoise. Uh, oh, right. We're going to be talking about a legendary There's tortoise. nothing I like better than legendary. How come it's legendary? Well, I'll tell you. I don't, want to, I don't want to spoil it yet. I, I don't want to spoil it yet. I can't wait. What you do in radio, Janice, you call it a teaser, you oh, see. You right. want to keep people listening. And I think, <laughs> by telling everybody that, at some point in the show, I'm going to be talking about a legendary tortoise. Nobody will want to go to the shoppers now. Everyone's like, what's on. happened? Tell us now. Tell us about the tortoise. Well, a I'm legendary I'm tortoise. I'm teasing ahead. That's what I'm doing. It's good. It's I've learned it. I've learned all my radio skills from Alan Partridge. <laughs> uh, so eight twelve fifteen is the text this morning. If you're up and about, uh, Dan from Walsall walking six miles to work to do a twelve hour shift. Oh, that's that's not. I fair. love Walsall. Hiya, Dan. There he is. Uh, and uh, hi, Jason. It's Stevie the painter here in Edinburgh, staining and varnishing about twenty benches and tables today. At least I've got somewhere to sit down on my break. <laughs> Unless you paint them all, you don't want to do that. Be very careful, love about that. Do be careful. Uh, and uh, who else? James and Gillingham, on my way to manage a kids' football team. The Wigmore Whippets. What a brilliant name, the Wigmore Whippets. Great name. First round of the cup. Go, Whippets. <laughs> Go. Go. Go, Whippets. Go, Whippets. Run. Go. Run like the wind. <laughs> and uh, Evie, age seven, has texted. Is she? Uh, yeah, she says, Hi, Jason, it's Evie, age seven. I'm going car booting with my dad in Burnley. Very nice. It's good to hear that car boots are still going. I, I mean, we, it comes up on the show every few weeks, and I can't believe what well, with eBay and that. that That's still, isn't it? They're life, even a life's thing. a wonderful thing, isn't, isn't it? it? mad? We still like doing our own. It's touching stuff. You need to be able to touch it for yourself. Maybe that's what it Not is. Not look at a picture. Yeah, but then you get to just do it in your pants, don't you? At home at like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Well, you know. everybody to their own, Jason, but <laughs> I think it, personally I like to touch stuff. Are you See, a car booter? Do you go to car boot sales? I haven't got time, but no. if, I, if I did, I would. But I like going to second-hand shops still, charity shops, things like that. Yeah, you can pick up a bargain. You can. And you're right, though, that, and it's, it's, part of, it's part of a community, I guess. Yeah, it's nice. Of, of nutters who get up on a Sunday morning. <laughs> To go. Have a nice booting. time, Evie. Your dad's you have not a lovely a time, Evie. No, not at all. It's nice little daddy daughter bonding it's a time. Thing to do. As well. And for, for free. That's right. And give him his phone back, Evie. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You've got to try and find stuff to do with your kids that is cheap, though, because it's so expensive. It's really, I, know, I know. So car booting is not a bad shout, actually. That's not a bad and you shout. Can get rid of some of your stuff as well. Get rid of some all, stuff in, bring some toys. more stuff back. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Bring more stuff That's back. That's right. I sometimes take because I've got I've got five children, Janice, no, as you know, and so brilliant. I have to try. And, it's too expensive to do stuff every day. You know, it, you cost your fortune. So we do, sometimes we just go to pets at home, like just to the shop and, and have, just a look, have a look. Just That's have a look good. at the animals instead of paying to go to a zoo. <laughs> Or <laughs> like that. Well, we just do that sometimes. I think it's a good idea. Sometimes, you know, uh, go to curries and just watch stuff on those big tellies. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, there's stuff to do. There's always stuff to do while John there's Lewis a shop window. Exactly. 
John Lewis and play on the escalator. We find stuff to do. That's what we do in our house. It's a good thing to do. do. Um, I mean, I've met, I thought about the bookies a couple of times because they like horses and dogs. <laughs> But they're not allowed in. Uh, 8 12 15 on the text if you're up and about this morning. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Amanda's up and about. She says, uh, Morning, Jason. Up oh, running on my treadmill and turbo trainer. Turbo. Getting yeah. rid of the Indian takeaway from last night. Boot camp Monday. She's got a boot camp Monday morning weigh in. What is a boot camp, really? Boot camp. It's like what, pe- what people who are trying to lose weight call. A bit of exercise because they wanted to make it sound like they're in the army. Everything's gone American, hasn't it? I know. Yeah. What's going on? Boot camps. That's what they have now. Yeah, yeah. There's there's some in the local park near us. A boot camp. Yeah, just loads of just loads of mums being shouted at by some musty guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it looks like. I think. Anyway, that's all I can tell from the wind from the top window. Yeah, (laughs) see him getting shouted at. A lot of shouting. Are you an exercise uh, type person, Janice? I do like swimming, but it's finding the time to do it, really. You are um, very busy, aren't you? you I'm are very, very busy. busy. Are you gigging all the time? Just lots and lots of gigs? And writing and stuff? Doing loads of things, really. It's, fa- it's hard to find time to do good things, so I'm very pleased everybody's on the Sunday morning doing good Sunday things. Sunday should... This is what Sunday should yeah, be about. shouldn't be at work like we are. This is... Yeah. I mean, it's not work, is <laughs> no, it? No, we're having a good but, life. But I know what you're saying. No. I, I'm, I, I'm very careful whether to call this work or not, because, like you said, you get people going, I'm just about to do a 12-hour oh, shift right, in a factory. Okay, I'm like... Right. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Compared yeah. to that, no, this, this is, is a laugh. This is de- very much a laugh. Uh, and uh, Sophie from Starbridge is up. She's 15. She says, uh, didn't get to bed till four due to my sister's 18th birthday party. Now up at, she was up at six today uh, to be on her way to the Red Bull Hardline in Wales. What's the, that? I've, there are lots of people doing things I've never heard of. I don't of. know what a Red Bull Hardline is. Anybody know what, know what a Red Bull Hardline is? Maybe someone, someone will come in and tell us. Good. Just 100%. Throw, it, throw it out there. That's come what, back. That's another little trick of radio, Janice. This, can find out anything. People love telling you stuff that you don't know. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, what is it? A Hardline? What's it called again? A, a hard, Redline? Red Bull. So it's obviously sponsored, isn't it? Oh, By right, Red okay. Bull, the drink. We're halfway there, yeah. Hardline. We'll find out. We'll find out. I mean, we probably could Google it, but there's no reception in this uh, in this uh, thing. Oh, oh, Joe's done it. The oh, he's producer's a good lad. done it. Uh, hailed as the toughest downhill mountain bike race in the world. In the world? Crikey! Where is it again? It's in Wales. Brilliant. Yeah, look at that. Responsible. You need Red Bull, wouldn't you? Get you would, all no. that. yeah. That's, well, thank you. We found that. Well, there straight. we go. Look at that. What about this tortoise? I'm still on ten. Oh, about the, the tortoise. tortoise. What oh, kind of time will we tell know? You now. When's the reveal? All right, I'll tell you. I'm going to tell you now. Go I can't. On. Right. Diego, the giant tortoise. <laughs> it's, right. it's called Diego, right? Uh, this tortoise has been extremely busy over the last 50 years. Right? <laughs> right cool. Diego, the giant tortoise, has had so much sex, he's saved his entire species. Good on him. Listen to this little legend. Uh, by busy, we mean he's fathered more than 800 offspring and therefore saved his entire species from extinction. Diego the giant tortoise, who weighs around 13 stone, I'd love to weigh 13 stone, has taken from, was taken from San Diego Zoo to the Galapagos Islands five decades ago in the hope that he would breed. And my God, he did. Before his arrival, there were just two males and 12 female members of the, crikey, Chalendodis 
Houdinis species. Very good. I think I got that right there. Uh, alive in Espanola. And they were too spread out to reproduce. He, however, has done more than any other tortoise to turn that around and now lives at a tortoise breeding centre on Santa Cruz Island. Like a, like a brothel for, for tortoises. Um, <laughs> where, he, where he shares an enclosure with six females. We did genetic study uh, and we discovered that he was the father of nearly 40% of the offspring released into the wild. I don't think it sounds healthy. I mean, it's healthier than being dead, though, isn't it? I suppose so. Yeah, but what's the worst that could happen if if you're a tortoise? (laughs) Don't mind, is it? Uh, In total, around 2,000 tortoises have now been released onto the small island, and the species is no longer facing extinction. Very good, Diego. What a legend. He is a legend. And I feel, because I've got five kids, I feel like in a kinship with him. You're a bit of, you've got something of the Diego about you. (laughs) Yes, I feel a bit, I think we all feel a bit Diego sometimes. (laughs) That's right. What a legend. I mean, he must be... How confident is that guy? Just going around slowly, taking his time. That's your thing. That's what the, the lady tortoise is like as well. Just taking your time, Janice. That's right. That's the difference. That's right. That's why Diego's done what he's done. Yeah, that's why he's so popular. Fair play, Diego. Taking you, his time. You get our respect this morning. <laughs> 8, 12, 15 on the text uh, if you're up and about. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, joined by Janice Connolly this morning. Good morning. From uh, from loads of things. Loads, loads of things. stuff, loads of stuff. I'm sort of on, I'm doing a bit of a, like a Phoenix Nights bingo, to be honest. I've had Steve Edge on the show. Brilliant. We've got Justin Morehouse in a few weeks' time. Paddy McGuinness is in the, the next studio over. He does a show for, for, for Key 103, so... I'm I'm not I'm ticking them all off. Good, get them all in. Get us all in. Archie, have you had Archie Kelly? We've not had Archie Kelly Gary actually. Min. Let's get Archie on. Yeah. That's a good shout. We do like uh, a bit of little Kenny. Uh, uh, old Kenny, young Kenny, young Kenny, old Kenny. Can't remember the bald Kenny. Old bald Kenny. Bald Kenny. Bald, <laughs> no, don't call him bit, that. Bit bit harsh, bit harsh. Harsh. He will be up. He's <laughs> running, Archie. Be listening to this. I know. No, we're not going to get him on now. Refuse <laughs> to go on that show. Calling me bald <laughs> on a Sunday morning. <laughs> Uh, now, big news this week, uh, oh. big news this week, Janice, is, uh, well, are we going to be able to hear this music for much longer? The Bake Off. Oh. I mean, what's up? I mean, I feel like, because I was on it once, like, I've got a... a You've got a, an in to I've got it. an in. So tell us, what do you think is going to happen? I, well, firstly, what's happened? I mean... What has so they have So they've gone, it's going to Channel 4, hmm. because Love Productions have been offered a load of money who make the show. £75 million pounds over three years for, um, for, for cooking, for baking. I know, you see, how much has flour gone up? You've got to ask yourself these questions. <laughs> yeah. The price of eggs, they've gone up a bit since Brexit, but not that much. No, I mean, if they're, if they're using Brexit as an excuse, then... Vanilla <laughs> essence has gone up and stuff, we have to bring stuff over from it's, Spain. It's important, it's all the price of imported. <laughs> So why, how can they be charging more money for it, Jason? Because they can. Like everything, Janice, because they can. Yeah. Because it was a success, which the BBC helped make. Yeah. don't know where I've gone there. My chair just fell down. Um, but uh, but I don't know. I don't know what's happened. Why have they gone? But only the show is going, isn't it? Not um, not the, any of the talents so far. Which right. is bonkers, isn't it? Because they basically spent all that money signing up. They've just bought a tent, haven't they? They've bought a tent. <laughs> and some cookers. That's it. They've bought some, a load of cookers, never enough fridges. <laughs> some wooden spoons, never enough Never fridges. enough fridge space, isn't it? Why did it... I think it's well out of order. You get to the fridge and someone stuffs in there. That's no good. It's no good. You need your it's own like fridge. It's like being a student again, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Eating each other's food, eating yeah, each other's Writing your name stuff. on stuff. That's right. Do not touch. Unbelievable. So they've gone. I mean, what do you reckon? Mel and Sue have said they're definitely not going. They're not going, them girls. No, they're stopping. They're sticking. Mary Berry. 
Mary won't go. She you know Mary, you know Mary. Mary can't be on Channel 4. <laughs> What's she going to do, present Naked Attraction? What else are, are they going to offer Mary Berry? Now, listen, I was an Anne Summers rep with Mary, so don't put her in a box. <laughs> Paul Hollywood could. I think I he's got see... the look of a fella that could do Channel 4. Yeah, he could do Channel 4. Easy it's peasy. open neck shirt that gives that away. Yeah, I you could see him doing Countdown with his beautiful eyes. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's got he's, nice hair. He's got lovely hair. So, so, out of them all, we think Paul could. But then, what would you replace it with? Who's going to replace Mel and Sue? Alan Carr? No. Jimmy Carr? No. I mean, they have to be called Carr. They have to be called Carr at Channel <laughs> 4. That's, that's an in there. That's the only way of getting Mrs. in there. Carr. Yes. Mrs. Carr. She's yeah. now she's a nice cook. They've made <laughs> lovely parking. You've got they've got to be able to cook. I would say that first and foremost. Well, I know those two don't cook, yeah. but these two cook. Jamie Oliver's a Channel Four face. Oh yeah, maybe. Jamie Oliver. Maybe. I tell you, it'd be brilliant. Gordon Ramsay. Let's no, ramp no, it up I a bit. Them all let's shouting. Let's ramp this up. What have you done, you moron? Let's like start. a boot camp. No, yeah. it's too much shouting at people. <laughs> now, what was so nice about the program was it because it was gentle, it was lovely. Well, you say that, but it's the most tense show on it telly. Is, right. They've turned baking and <laughs> and lovely British culture into like not in your stomach type television. You're like, oh god, are they going to get it? Is it going to rise? Is it going to rise? We've got too many knots in our stomach. It should be more relaxing, honestly. Bring it, make it less tense. Yeah, I think so. Mary Berry, I think, is so, it, it, she's great, but she's so BBC. She couldn't be any more BBC, could she? No, she's lovely. So she's going to stay there. Paul Hollywood, possibly, he can be a bit mean. He was a bit harsh about my parry breasts, right, get actually, back to, to be now. honest. Your parry breasts? Yeah, I, I made Talk parry. Talk us through a parry breast. I made parry breasts on, uh, on what my. What is it? Um, it's like a shoe pastry thing with cream and uh, uh you've never had a parry breast in your life did, how did you get the, how did you get them it was made? uh it was the, the the thingy challenge oh they told you you wouldn't have they, made no that. i wouldn't have made a that parry breast give over we didn't have that in our house that's what i'm talking about dad dad <laughs> what, what's it what's for dinner <laughs> parry breast son. oh smashing my favorite <laughs> give us a slice of malt loaf get some butter on it that's what we was brought yeah about. exactly parry breast <laughs> Eight twelve fifteen on the Texas morning. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio. We're talking uh, Bake Off. Talking about Bake Off this morning. After uh, the, it's people seem more upset uh, upset than this than they did about Brexit. They do. They do. It's I mean, something up, isn't there? There's something slightly. People have up. gone crazy about it. But this you week. were part Angry. of it, and you've got the inside knowledge. What was it like doing it? Was it? It's, is it stressful? It is stressful mm. when you when you when you're in it because they go right. You got three hours and you're like, all right, <laughs> loads of time, uh, and then uh, and then uh, still ten, nine, eight. You're like, how's this happened? How's That's this happened? Right. I had we'll three hours. Uh, but I yeah, I'm not a baker at all. But I th- sort of thought, because I've eaten a lot of baked products, <laughs> I just thought by osmosis I would be good at it. The knowledge would be I thought surely you. I would know that what these things should be, but still, soggy bottoms and all sorts of things going on. Um, but it's just a, a British institution, isn't it? And I think I think people like it because it was it goes on for a long time and it's mm. kind of relaxing. You know the people. You and can get baked, into it, can't you? You can get into it. It's a little story going on. Yeah, it is very well edited. They don't want the adverts, do they? They don't want adverts. Well, that's the other thing, isn't it? People will be. They'll all be like. Uh, that, you know, the annoying thing about it is. Into the advert breaks, it'll be giving it like, uh, so, Paul Hollywood's voiceover, uh, so, uh, when making a cake, do you put it in uh, a, a tin, uh, a, a giraffe, or just give us your money? Like, Lord of those stupid, <laughs> right. those ridiculous, so, easy questions. Oh, I know. It's £2.50 a minute. 
somewhere in Derby. Always Derby as well, those places. And they'll have to kind of do, tell you what's just happened when they come back. Oh, there's so, all that coming the, up. All what's that, just we happened? Don't want it. We don't want That's it. 10 minutes of a show right we there. All that, yeah. yeah. They'll have to learn from that. They'll have to learn from that old Channel 4 if they're going to do it properly. But it's not the Bake Off anymore, is it? If they've not got Mel and Sue, no. they probably don't have Mary Berry. No. We think they might have a Paul. They might have Paul, possibly. But then again, they be, apparently the BBC are thinking about offering him Top Gear because he likes his cars, I read. So is he going to is he gonna move? If my cousin likes his car. It doesn't mean he can run do Top Gear. Well, anyone can do to Top like Gear. seems to like a car. <laughs> There's more to it than that, isn't there? I don't think so, no. Not He's from got seeing the, look the show. Of a, no, we're right. <laughs> I've seen the show. I've seen You've Top Gear. You've just got to like a car. you just got to like cars, I think. That's it. And not shout. And you're fine. That's right. Um, I, I'm, I'm worried about it. It's a stressful show. I mean, even on there, it's all... What you see on the show is is what happens. Like, there's no... Someone will make you a brew. That's the only TV so trickery. That's right. There's anything that happens. Yeah, you, you go, can I get a brew and someone will make you... You can't be making brews when you've only got three hours to bake a cake. No, that's right. got, I haven't got time for this. And now, with seven, now they're worth 75 million. What, I wonder what the brews are going to be like. Well, Earl Grey, they'll Ooh, be doing Earl Grey now. Very fancy. That's right. That twinings. <laughs> very posh so it's what you see is what you get on bed it's a truthful programme that's is, why yeah. people like it yeah that's I, th- I think that's what's good about it but mm. oh well it's it's gone now we've got everything to changes everything changes but when did this start happening that that tv companies tv channels could buy programs up like a footballer off other channels this never used to happen i can remember in the old days you know like big news if if uh, morecambe and wise had been bought by itv yeah they were going around like yo-yos yeah so there's yeah, yeah. that going on but not the whole the whole know. package like that yeah, I don't know. crazy the voice has gone to itv uh the, the what's it it's crazy these things that keep nope. happening why can't we just have just a couple of channels? No, no, let's not go. Let's not go back can't there, Janice. That? No, I Straight like a lot I of channels. I don't like all these buttons pressing. No, I like I've a got lot of channels. To do. I don't want to spend all my time pressing buttons. To be honest, I say I've got a lot of channels. I think I have, but my my telly is basically on Peppa Pig and Paw Patrol <laughs> from dawn till dusk. Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Janice Connolly is with us this I morning, uh, or more known as Barbara Nice on the other side. This is Barbara Nice. Barbara in Streisand. Nice is in the biscuits. That's Stop the one. Housewife. That's the one. Legend. <laughs> Stop <laughs> Legend. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. Going up in the world. And uh, I've got. Oh, I've, I've been told off on the text. Why? Yeah, Amanda's texted me. She said, uh, "Jason, I heard your comments about ladies that do boot camps. It wasn't just ladies. I wasn't being. I wasn't oh, being specific. Well, we sorry. What's the name? She says uh, we're not all overweight. Some of us just want to get fit. So button it, Tubby. Oh, yeah. I know she's coming hard with that. She's very coming, very hard she's for a Sunday morning. I mean, crikey, Amanda. <laughs> Jeez Louise, have a cake, sweetheart. Where does Chill she out. live? Where does she live? She doesn't say. She doesn't say. She but doesn't. I apologise because I didn't. What? But yeah. I didn't say. I just meant everybody who was doing it was fat. But that's probably worse. Is that worse? I, I think it is worse. Now I've said it out loud. I can't remember the fact. I just remember you saying. I didn't shouting. say fat. I would never use the f word. I wouldn't use he it. Doesn't use. The I would F-word. never use the f word. No. He's a it, good lad. I wouldn't use the f word. I am. Anyway, it's we're sorry, one. Amanda. Love. I uh, my mum does boot camps. She she runs these boot camps as well. That's how I know about them. I've never been to one. She runs. She them. runs them. Yes, she's uh, she's another one who's uh, very fit and healthy. But um, I I do need to sort something out. I mean, even the other week we were talking on the radio when I got I got stuck on a water slide over summer. Uh, <laughs> That's was, never nice. Never nice. Awful. Awful but feeling. But when you go back into chitty chitty, you must yeah. get fit then. Dancing. You do. All yeah. that dancing. A lot of dancing. A lot of squatting as squatting. well. Squatting. A lot of squatting. <laughs> 
A lot of deep squats. When, which points are you squatting? Well, because I've, because it's me talking to two kids oh, a lot well, of the time. You know, okay. You've got to get down to their level. And the thing is, Janice, because it's other people's kids, you can't use their heads to stand back up. You know, no, like you can't lean on them. Th- like, they've stopped all that. Like you can with your own kids. So, yeah, and it, I, do, I do need to sort something out. I, I, I was thinking about it last night, because uh, when I was on stage last night, I mean, because I'm, I'm down to my two... Like, I've got, I've got fat shirts, basically. What shit, like, certain clothes that I'm like, right, I wear them now. Because I refuse to buy any more clothes. That's good, that's good. For this side, I need to sort myself out. I need to do what Amanda does. I need to get, at least start getting fit, but... That's it's boring, man. It's so boring. It's not as fun, is it? It's not as fun. As what? As Just eating. eating. I love yeah. eating. That's my problem, Janice. I love it. That's all right. I love eating, though. And none of it's good. None of the food is good. And you know when I'm actually eating the food, Janice? Mm. I feel fine. I feel <laughs> totally fine. I'm like, I'd rather eat pizza and live to 50 than salad to 90. But actually, as soon as I finish that last bit, I'm like, oh, I should have you a You feel bad I now. Should have had a salad. And then you feel bad, so then you go, I'm going to have some ice cream now. now. I bet it's a bit. Bad. <laughs> yes. It's a terrible cycle. It's, it is a cycle. You're quite right. I'm sure there's some sort of psychological way of fixing it, but. Then do I want it to be fixed? Because I do really like pizzas. So it's it's a tough one. It is a tough one. Look. Also, I'm not as fat as I think I am, maybe. He looks lovely, can I tell you? He looks yeah. like he's got a nice white people, t-shirt. People on, keep telling me, smashing. you're not as fat as you think you are, but I'm like, how do you know what I think, though? How fat do you think you are? Like, I mean, not like what's eating Gilbert Grape's mum. Like, not, <laughs> like they don't right. need like a crane to come and take me to hospital. But I don't think you look fat. Sometimes I get out of breath after my dinner. That's not good, is it? Out of breath from eating. No, it's knife and fork kind of stress. Yeah, a little bit. Sometimes I get a sweat on just from having my dinner. That's not right, is it? No, I've got to tell you that's not right. No. Once my hand was too fat to fit in a Pringles tube. That's not right, is it? That's not None of this is right. None of it's right. Maybe I should join a boot camp. Yeah, bring up Amanda. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Janice Connolly is with us this morning. I uh, am. Defacing uh, the... <laughs> I don't know what you've done there. The I'm four drawing people... all over the Bake Off special in the Sunday Mirror. I think you sort of did it like not you weren't really concentrating, but no. now I look. Like, it should be illegal to to draw on Mary Berry's face, like <laughs> like defacing a fa- the queen on a fiver. Right, well, I have. I've gone round the edges. <laughs> what do you think she was doing, Mary, before she got the Bake Off job? Because I'd never heard of her before, do you? No, not at all. 81, she is. Is she? She's 81. To get your big break at 80, well, I, I mean, 79, I suppose she was then. There's holding out, isn't there? <laughs> I mean, there's holding out for a dream. <laughs> Mary, just let it go, Mary. It's not going to happen. It's well, not going to happen for you. I think she's living proof it could happen. It could totally I'm gone, happen. I'm gone out there. It could happen. It could all kick off. But what was Mary Berry doing before Bake Off? I think she was working in Greg's, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I think she was just about to hang up her net. Somebody at Love Productions just plucked her just out of it. went in, yeah, went, My I think God. you're great. This is the best steak bake I've ever had. Who did this? Tell me who did this Get steak Mary bake. in from the back. Why? Who wants me? <laughs> she, she's wiping her hands on a penny. <laughs> Who's asking for me? It's me, I'm from Love Productions, Mary. Oh, we, right. We, yeah, you, you've got to make me want you to start in a, a little show of ours. It's not. It's definitely not worth seventy-five million pounds, but no, it's right. it's good. Well, can I have my hair done every day? Absolutely. I'm coming. Right. <laughs> we'll pay you. Not bothered. Not bothered. As long as get my hair, hair done. done. It's Give unbelievable, me some nice isn't it? Blue shirts to wear. So yeah. Maybe. Brilliant. Greg's. Do you know they've got posh Greg's now? No. You're they've got. I think me. it's called Greg's Essentials. <laughs> it's like a, it's got like a black um, front. It's all very stylish. Oh, the the, the fonts changed, and they've got tables and chairs outside. I mean. I'm who... Not- Who's popping to Greg's for sit down? 
I, I mean, don't it's, know. you grab it and go, don't you? That's the idea. It'd be... And there's drive-throughs. Is there? That... Greg's drive-throughs. Where, have you, where are you getting your information from? <laughs> from Where's he getting his information from the, from? From the monthly Greg's newsletter. Don't you get that? <laughs> have you not signed up for that? No. So tell us about these drive-throughs then. You just drive, it's just like a McDonald's drive-thru, but it's Greg's instead, so you get a couple of pasties instead. And it's terrible. I shouldn't know about all these things. Think I think it'll, it'll totally take off. At that, I mean, at one o'clock in the morning, that's when it needs to be open. How nice would that be at one o'clock in the morning? Estate bake. Although in Stockport, you know, we've got the Pound Bakery. Now, I have never, I've got to tell you. Have you never been? Talk me through the pound right. bakery. It's like a pound shop, but with baked products. Well, I'm no stranger so, to a pound shop. Yes. Right. <laughs> so, everything is uh, variations on four for a pound, five for a pound, all that sort of stuff. It's all, you know, so you just go in with a fibre, come out with dinner for everybody, if you fancy it. Three three courses. What they're putting in it? I mean, it's not. I don't think it's worth asking. You know what I mean? But at some point, you've got to say to yourself, is this food too cheap? That's right. I'm I mean, beginning to think of Sweetney Todd and yeah. things like that. No, they're not. It's, it's definitely perfect, perfectly fine. And nobody's allowed to use horse meat anymore. Or if they are, they have to tell us. Not like when they used to, <laughs> they, right. when they used to sneak it into a Finder's Crispy Pancake that like they did right. a few years back. But I, um, <laughs> my dad went, because uh, my dad's a Greg's fan. He's a Greg's fan. And uh, mum, when the Pound Bakery opened in Stockport Centre, mum went in. And she'd come home with a, a carrier bag full, full of stuff. And she'd come in and she emptied it on the, on the kitchen counter like a, like a millionaire does with money. Like, <laughs> That's right. like look at all this I got. It's eight quid. And it's like it was loads. There's more than, than we could all eat. And I was like, wow. Anyway, dad bit into a, um, like a sausage roll or something. It was his favourite. And it was like, he went, oh, it's a bit. Is it the, they've not got the ratio to, to pastry and sausage right. He was a bit like, he yeah. wasn't, he wasn't a fan of it. And uh, mum went, well, you know, what do you expect? Like, he went, oh, he said, I think I'll stick with a Greg's. Uh, and my mum, this is how, this is the difference between my mum and dad, right? They're both working class, but my mum is ever so slightly more working class than my dad. This was her reaction. He said, I think I'll stick with Greg's. And my mum went, ooh, <laughs> Greg's, like he was talking about Harrods or something. That's right. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> Look at you and your fancy Greg's. Yes. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. <laughs> Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Janice Connolly is with us. Uh, sorry, that was a story that we could definitely not tell on the radio. Apologise about that. And uh, I wanted to tell you about this, actually. Um, so, it was my kid's swimming lesson uh, right. yesterday. They have a swimming lesson on a, on a Saturday morning. The big four, the big four do. And uh, it takes two hours to get through, because they're all in different stages of swimming. So 12 till half past, half 12 till one, one till, like it's a bit of a, bit of a nightmare. And, uh, but we're in there, so we're in the pool for two hours. I mean, I'll tell you how long I'm in the pool for. When I get out, um, the finger recognition doesn't work on my phone because my, I'm so prune-like, right? Right. So yesterday what I did was, I thought, I'll do, I'll do a first bit in the pool and then I'm getting out and getting, and if I'm dry, then I'll be able to get them dry quicker and all that sort of stuff. So I did that, so I sat there. Um, at the side of the pool managed to get we finished the swimming lessons um, after we sat there for a bit got in the car went over to uh, the supermarket so all the way through reception all the way to the car park into the car to the supermarket all the way around the supermarket back into the car home before I realised that those uh, plastic blue things uh, that protect your, protect the floor from your shoes were still on my trainers from the swimming baths about two hours earlier and nobody said anything Not a, no, nobody said anything Janice, I did the whole thing. 
People smile. Not people smiling at me. I just thought, oh, they've probably just seen us on something. Like I wasn't even. No, they were laughing at me, Janice. They were laughing, but not helping. There's too much exactly. Of that going on. Exactly. Don't laugh. Help. So I want. This is the question I'm asking this morning. What is the furthest you've got with a fashion malfunction? The furthest you've got. Have a think about that, Janice. A few people have ordered messages on their Facebook. Uh, Becky said, uh, from home to Tesco's, full shop. And home again before I realised I'd stuck a massive yellow fascinator in my hair whilst tidying up. There I was thinking how nice people were in this new town, just smiling at me. I love that. Did you just fall on her head by mistake? I think she must have put it up while she was cleaning and then obviously oh, well, just... Oh, that's right, just put it there. Yeah, okay. and then oh, she's gone. Um, Kaylee uh, Hartigan says, that While playing with my son and mucking about with face paints all morning after lunch, we had a call at the door from some local church group. It was only after... It was only until they uh, left after an awkward ten minutes at the door about saving my soul that I realised the red devil face was still painted on mine. Oh. Didn't help, but my boy was at the door also with a skull face and a pitchfork from Halloween in his hand. <laughs> Safe to say we never saw them again. That's, I'm thinking about my mother now. She was, mm. she went um, round B&Q in Stockport and she said uh, everybody was looking at me and I thought I must have looked a million dollars and she realised she'd had tights and knickers from the night before oh. had come out the bottom of a trailer. Oh, <laughs> and were classic. trailing behind her, but she thought everybody's looking at her. She's thinking, well, I've got, you've got it today, Joyce. <laughs> I love that. Go on, say it. I love this one from Paula as well. She said, um, back when I was still breastfeeding my children, I answered the door to the postman who kindly pointed out I still had one boob out from the last feed. I didn't tell him that my son hadn't fed for two hours and uh, had done a little bit of a Tesco shop in between. <gasps> <laughs> Just managed to do the whole thing. Hanging out. Unbelievable that people wouldn't mention it. Must have been good weather. It must have been. The warm day. <laughs> must have been, not to notice. Uh, so, eight twelve fifteen is the text. What is the furthest you've got with a fashion malfunction? Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Uh, here this morning with Janice Connolly. Hiya. And uh, we're talking uh, fashion malfunctions. What's the furthest you've got? With a fashion malfunction. Uh, we've had a text in from uh, uh, Kerry uh, in Lee, who says, Hiya, Janice. Hiya. She says, uh, When pregnant, I did a full shop in Morrison's with my umbrella up. Nobody <laughs> said a word. <laughs> Just did it. It's <laughs> unbelievable, isn't it? It's crazy what you get up to. Uh, so do make, do let me know. 8, 12, 15 on the text uh, of uh, what you've the furthest you've got. That's what I'm after. The furthest you've got. Uh, with a fashion faux pas after I managed to get uh, about a good th- two or three hours with those blue things uh, from the swimming baths. When on did the... you realise? Like, just as I was putting the shopping away. In the, I was in the kitchen and, and I nearly slipped in the That's kitchen. Right, and I was slipping. like, I've not got a slippy floor. Hang on a minute. <laughs> it, was, it was one of them. What's these on my feet? Angela said, uh, I used to live right next to uh, the station, so where I get the train to work. I once was in such a rush, I ran for, I ran for a train, got on the train and realised I was still swishing mouthwash. She she just put it in her mouth, blah, 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 and I'll call it. it's not quite a fashion thing, but that's crazy, isn't it? Very good swishing. She had to swallow. She said. <laughs> Pete Nicholson said, uh, bought, bought a new pair of shoes for a job interview, wore trainers for the journey, put the shoes on outside the building to find out they were both left. Both left feet. Bit awkward. Imagine that in a, in a job Awful. interview. How he did can't. you get on? Did you get the job? He doesn't say. Right. He doesn't say. Uh, Ian Britton says, I think this counts as a malfunction. Ate a boost bar whilst driving. Bit of chocolate must have fallen between my legs and melted down the back of a pair of black trousers. Only saw it when I got home and looked like I had pooed all over the back of my pants. Wonder why I was getting all those looks when I was filling up with petrol. <laughs> There's a lot out there. There is a lot I'm glad out it's there. not just me. 8, 12, 
15 on the text if uh, if you've got anything this morning. I like this one from uh, Denise. She actually has got two. She says, first one, walked half the length of Dover High Street, age 17, with the back of my skirt tucked into my drawers. We've all done that. I mean, that's, easy, that's easy done. Yeah, easy uh, done in Dover. Easy, easy done. Uh, the other one was this. I was a newly very slim 30-year-old, fending off the attentions of a flirty butcher... All ladies <laughs> will know. This is a good tale. He says all ladies will know how cheeky butchers are. They are, are. very cheeky are the butchers. I've never, I've never noticed. Well, you're uh, not a lady. Well, I wouldn't know. I guess so. Uh, she said I was wearing a button-back pencil skirt and matching blouse. Very nice very outfit. Nice. Gone to the butchers. She said I felt very swish until I walked away and felt a bit of a draft. My two-year-old had undone all but the top button of my skirt whilst I was distracted by my two pork chops. Oh, very good. Very good. Little she could have gone back for a third a with that story. I bet she could have, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Even the kidney. <laughs> 8, 12, 15 on the text. What's the furthest you've got with a fashion faux pas? Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Katie and Kendall, I've done this. I walked my boys to school after getting ready in a hurry and then went to do some shopping in town when I felt a lump near the bottom of my jeans. Shut my leg, uh, my leg sorry, and a pair of knickers Fell out from the day before. That's I just right. carried on walking, shamefaced, pretending not to notice. That's right, just shook them off. Isn't it funny when there's, all, there's always like a, a sock or a Summer. yesterday's pants or something That's just right. in your trousers? You've just put them on too too quick every That's morning. That's it, and you think, what's that lump? And I, did it at, I did it at an interview, a job interview once. Um, and I was in this interview and I had these trousers on that I'd obviously wore the day before. And halfway through the interview, I could feel them. They'd obviously dislodged and they were they'd sort of started to make their way down a little bit. And I knew as soon as I stood up um, that they were coming out the bottom of the of the trousers. And so I stood up and I shut the guy's hand. And I think even the shake of his hand sort of just loosened it a bit. For, and fe- I could see the bottom of these, like, they were like orange underpants, like just out the bottom. And I was only 17, like 16, 17. It's like my first job interviews. Yeah, I think I was 16. And I shook his hand and he says, oh, we'll be in touch. And I could see them at the bottom and I thought, what can I, I can't walk away. So I just kept going. I sort of, he went... You all right? And I went, yeah, I've just got a couple more questions about uh, the job. Like, I, I, and I didn't. And I said, I asked him something and I went, oh. And then I spotted a jug of water on the back shelf. I said, you couldn't get us um, a glass of water, could you? And uh, oh, I could have some water, please. And he went, yeah, sure. And he, he, when he turned, I managed to free them and I just kicked them under his desk. Quit thing. You just left them under his and desk. And I left them under his desk. It was the only thing I could do. So I just kicked them under his desk, had the water and then left. And I, thought, and I was on the bus home and I thought, I've got away with that. Totally got away with that. And then it was only then I realised, actually, my name was probably sewn in the back of them. Oh. Like, my mum still, still did that. Was oh. only, so I never got a phone call for that job. Quick thinking, though, with the, with the water. It was. I was quite pleased with myself. If only I could have shown him uh, how quick I was at thinking That's in, in right. difficult situations, I'd have probably got the job. Uh, Lucy mentioned, she says, I wore a pair of Primark jeans for the first time. About halfway through the day, someone pointed out that it had uh, the long, brightly coloured size sticker running down the back Uh of my leg and the cardboard bit by the back pocket. Everyone that day knew exactly what size clothes I was wearing. (laughs) Oh, that's not good. This one made me laugh so much. Uh, Cassie says, uh, uh, whilst breastfeeding, another breastfeeding study, whilst breastfeeding, uh, out having lunch with my new baby, I had him over my shoulder, so couldn't see why people were chuckling until I realised he had a breast pad stuck to his face. (laughs) I love that. And Anne Hewitt says, I once came out of the dentist walking down the road when I heard someone shout, Mrs Hewitt, can we have our safety glasses back? Just (laughs) carried on. (laughs) Just on she went. That's brilliant. The glasses on. I think that's 
So eight twelve fifteen on the uh, on the text this morning. Uh, Linda says I was in a very posh hotel. Went down for dinner with a roller still in my fringe. But that's... They won't say nothing in posh hotels. No. The posh of the hotel, the less they say. I like that. I remember I was doing a gig in Liverpool. And all these afterwards, all these women were kissing me. So I got. I've got loads of kind of lipstick, lipstick all over yeah. me. I didn't realise I checked in, not a word of madam and all this sort of stuff. <laughs> I went upstairs, I was absolutely covered. <laughs> but the hotel was so posh that they hadn't batted an island. It. Don't yeah, mention it. posh never say out. Uh, Joe in Bedford says she went to an appointment. <laughs> the posh say now. I love that. It's posh true. say now. That's right. Uh, <laughs> Joe in Bedford says I went to an appointment with a psychiatrist uh, and met a friend after who pointed out that I had my jumper inside out. Surprised he didn't send you straight off. And uh, Amanda in London, my trousers split down the back at work. I was wearing massive bright pink knickers, but managed a whole lap of the office before a colleague pointed it out. Although the next day, I got a promotion. So, oh, hey. there you go, every crowd, it, it every all, club. It can all work out. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's Jason Manford. Janice Connolly is with me this morning. Uh, somebody's asked for your advice, actually, Janice. Oh, right, uh, okay. When we're talking fashion faux pas. Oh. Uh, Stephen Eastley, he says, Hi, Jace, please can Janice give us the uh, woman's perspective on the correct etiquette for a man when he sees a lady with her skirt hoisted high up and tucked into her knickers? Should we tell her or should we ignore it eventually or get the nearest woman to tell her and quickly look away as she's telling her? What is the oh, correct I see. response? Right, because we one. were just talking about this. Well, obviously she needs to be told. She does. That's uh, number First and one. foremost, if I would say, don't untuck it yourself. No, don't go, don't touch I'd her. I'd say that would be... Go, go nowhere near her. Sorry, love, you. I'm just doing your... Yeah, what yeah. you doing? What you doing? Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. No. I would. If you was with a woman... What's your name again? This He's lad? Steve. Stephen Steve. Hello, Stephen. If you were with a woman yourself, Stephen, I'd say, get them to tell her. Yeah. But yeah. if it comes to it, I think tell you can. Her. You yeah. can, but be facing her. Don't be around the back of her when you tell her. <laughs> Yeah, don't sneak up on her. That's right. Look her in the eye. Don't sneak up on her. Don't just like <laughs> gently just in it. And definitely don't try and bring it down yourself, which is yeah. what you're saying. Don't don't just don't quietly behind her. Like snatch it down. Yeah, in the dark, just go. Your skirt stuff into your knickers, like really quietly. Don't do it. it like that. No, don't, definitely don't. not. Make, make, make it fun. Fun. That's I think make right. it fun. Hello. Um, <laughs> you don't know me. I'm Stephen Eastley, but. Uh, <laughs> Your skirt's tucked into your knickers. Oh, oh you're like... And then she might say, yes, I know it is. And maybe say, so, what I would do as well, I'd say something, even if you're not married or got a girlfriend, I'd say, oh, my wife's always doing that, or, my, or something yeah, that makes you seem yeah, less, or, you know... My wife's noticed. Predatory. Yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> I would say it. that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be my... Does that help, Steve? Hope that helps, Steve. Any more, anybody's got any more questions for Janice? <laughs> that's fine, she's like an agony aunt here I am. on the show. <laughs> but people don't tell people stuff, do they? We've got to speak up. I think that's important. <laughs> yes. Don't stand on ceremony. Say something. I mean, I did that whole journey with those blue things on my shoes. Nobody Somebody said should have said. Somebody should have yeah. said. You know that I didn't mean to do that. That's right. I didn't. I'm not in. I wasn't in Tesco trying to protect my shoes from That's the floors. Right. That's right. You've got to use common sense and speak people don't up. talk to. I had an odd, uh, an odd stranger experience um, on. Was it Thursday? What was the day of the? Uh, Friday, the day the uh, Watford had uh, had this, this big landslip and all the trains mm. got cancelled. And uh, so I was in London heading up to Birmingham for my uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang rehearsals. And uh, I was there early and then the train, it just went delayed, delayed, delayed. Everything was like just delayed and cancelled. It was, And then Houston just, everyone just panicked at Houston mm. and it was rammed, dead busy. It was like a refugee camp, just people just really panicky and not sure what to do. And then... Um, 
And then I was in a queue to try and get the ticket sorted, and there was a woman behind me crying. Mm. She was really sobbing. And it was really quite awful, because, you know, London's like as well. It can be a little bit cold sometimes. And so I sort of stood there, and I could hear her crying. And I sort of had that, similar to Stevie, where you think, oh, I, don't know what to, I don't know what to do here, because... Like, I feel like I should ask her if she's all right, but she's clearly not because she's crying. Um, what did you do? So I said, um, I just started crying as well. No, I didn't. I, um, <laughs> I said, um, I did, I just said, I said, are you are all right? right? I said, are you all right? And she said, oh, I've just got to get up to Glasgow. My, um, my uh, nana's dying, I think. She's not, she's passing away, you know. And I said, oh, so, so really sorry. And we had a little chat about it. And, um, you know, she was distraught absolutely distraught and then with the delays and you know mm. she was really worried and then this amazing thing happened where i sort of got to the end of our interaction really and i sort of just stood with her and i let her go in front of me a bit not that it helped but i thought at least it's something it's all i can do as a stranger and then this woman went excuse me and uh, she said i'm american would you like a hug <laughs> and it was this weird thing, right? Because she and the girl went, "Yes, please." And then she and then they had a little hug, and it obviously helped the girl because a hug's always nice. But it was just the thing that this woman went, "I'm American." Like it was almost as almost to go, "I'm not mad." That's I'm right. just American. That's right. It was really weird. It was almost like it sort of went, "Oh, that's totally fine then," because if you were if you were like, "I'm from Hull," would you like a hug? <laughs> like you go, "Nah, you're it all right." You're all right, pal. But for some reason, we let Americans just because they're much—I guess they're much more open than than us when it comes to stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, I'm American. Would you like a hug? It was really quite sweet. Uh, Eight twelve fifteen on the text. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio. Crikey, you mention one place name. I know. All I said was I didn't even say people from Hull. Couldn't hug. I just said an American woman said it, and I think it'd be funny if this someone said, "I'm from Hull. Would you like a hug?" I've had a message here from James. Hey, Jace, what's wrong with Hull? We give the best hugs. There's one less for you now. That's right. That's what he said. Dave tw- tweeted me, Jason. Us people in Hull are hugging each other all the time. <laughs> City of Culture 2017. I, I'll be honest with you. Just the way the the comedy brain works sometimes is just right. it's just random. I think it was the. You're a victim of alliteration. That's all, Hull. That's right. I went, hug, Hull, that'll do. It could have been Huddersfield. Put it that way. Oh, Hartlepool was what, very close. Oh, what have you done that for now? <laughs> oh, oh, no. no. <laughs> uh, good morning. Hope you're all very well this morning on this uh, Sunday. I presume lovely Sunday morning. It was lovely when I was we coming in. We don't know in. what it's like out there. Not a clue. Not a clue. Look at this. Mick. Oi, Manford, enough already. Mick from the Huddersfield Society for Hugs and Cuddles. I mean, we're getting... <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, so eight twelve fifteen on the text. I like it when when we when we, I like it when we're, we're bantering. We're bantering. It's going on, isn't That's it? We're throwing it out there, batting it back. back. It's forth. like a game of table tennis. It, it totally Brilliant. Is. <laughs> I've loved uh, some of the fashion uh, faux pas as well this morning. Uh, we'll wrap these up now. But uh, Claire said, uh, not not me, but a woman I worked with years ago at uh, at a school got dressed in the dark. It happens a lot, doesn't it? If your partner's asleep and you That's go, right. I just it's get dressed in the respectful. dark. Respectful. Uh, very nauty part. <laughs> yes, quite. Yeah. 
it was only when uh, it was only when sitting in the staff room she realised she'd put a top on that she'd purchased as a joke, I guess, from uh, from an, for an Anne Summers party. <laughs> it was covered in frogs in various different sexual positions. That's very funny. imagine that at school. That's, so That's amazing. Uh, Julie Mallinson said a friend of mine used his wife's car. So it's not fashion, but this is funny. Uh, used his wife's car to take uh, the dog somewhere. Whilst there, it pooped it had a pooped so he picked it up tied the bag in the car uh, to a car oh to the car wing mirror to dispose of it later he forgot next day his wife was showing her chief executive around the area drove him the whole journey unknowingly with a bag of dog poo hanging on the mirror beside him she was mortified can you imagine can you imagine yeah gary in oldham says uh, best hugs are in oldham we know how to hold them Oh, says, very hey, good. Good, Gary okay, love we're smashing. We're on, we're on, we're on. <laughs> and uh, Natalie says, me and husband went out for a bowling and dinner date. Sat having our meal and my hubby leans across the table and whispers, look at your feet. We both still had our bowling shoes on. I love that. I sometimes, when I go bowling... Um, I actually quite prefer the bowling shoes to the I ones quite I, like him. I arrived in. Uh, Samantha Grass, another footwear one. Uh, Samantha Grass Smith says, uh, managed to walk my toddler to the bus stop before he told me he wasn't wearing any shoes. Aww. I don't think Mum of the Year are going to be in such any time soon. Right. It's easy done. It's easy done. <laughs> the amount of times I used to drop my kids off at nursery and they'd go, um, they go, oh, has Daddy dressed you? Yeah? They can tell. They can, can tell. They can tell. That's I mean, great. it's sexist, really, but they totally can tell. Uh, Eight twelve fifteen on the text. Uh, very shortly, we're talking about super fans. I had a fan do something recently, uh, this in the last week or so, which was weird. Oh. It was weird, Janice. I'm right. going to post it up onto uh, Facebook and uh, onto the Absolute Twitter page. Uh, you can have a look at it. Then we will discuss it. Super fans going too far with their love. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Last week, was it last week? It was last week. I was on tour. Right. And uh, I was in, where was I? Was it Whitley Bay? Somewhere like that. Oh, I love Whitley Bay. Oh, Whitley great. Bay ice rink and all that. Brilliant. And a woman shout, said to me, um, I've got something for you, Jason. Will you sign it? And I thought, hmm, okay, yeah. I said, go on then. This is like mid-show. mid, mid show. And uh, she threw a cushion onto the... Uh, stage right and i've just put the i've actually just put the cushion on uh facebook now it's gone on facebook and on the twitter what was the cushion i'm going to show it you right now janice that is the cushion (laughs) right it's your head head on a cushion it's my face my pretty face nice on a cushion she's actually had that especially i don't know some sort of internet magic she's got a selfie from my Facebook page. What's she page. doing with that cushion the rest of the time? Well, that's what I. I don't know, but it's a bit Where's weird. Where's that cushion been? I don't want. I dread to think. I mean, who sat on my face like that? It's an awful thing to think. Nasty. So, I don't know what she's been doing with it. So I want to know from you. There are fans, and then there are super fans. This young lady had my face printed on a pillow, right, or a cushion. Yeah. Can you top it? And it won't be you, I'm sure, but if you or someone you know has gone a bit far in their love for a celebrity, I want to hear from you. Yeah, okay, okay, that sounds good. 8, 12, 15 on the text. Jason Manford. Uh, what have you got coming up soon, Janice? Have you got something people can uh, be yeah, seeing you Yeah, well, um, I'm going to be on at Christmas, doing a Christmas show at the Dance House in, in Manchester. Manchester. Yeah, Lovely. which is a brilliant venue, on the 16th of December and on the 2nd in Clitheroe. Clitheroe. Christmas show. It's good, oh, laugh. We do mince pie eating and things like that. <laughs> Love it. 
And, and what about your Radio 4 stuff? Oh, it's Radio 2. Oh, and Radio 2. And going to be on after Christmas. Right. The Life and Times of Mrs. Barbara Nice. With John Henshaw playing My Husband Ken. Love. I love John. He's brilliant. He's fantastic. So, fantastic. And I love Barbara Nice. She's all right. She's Barbara. fantastic. <laughs> she does her best. <laughs> so we're talking this morning about... Uh, I mean, you must get some crazy fans of uh, Barbara Nice. Are they, are they all I've all right? I've just come back from the Edinburgh Festival, actually. And there's, there's people that turn up regularly in Edinburgh. There's a woman mm. called Barbara. Oh, definitely. right. She's called Barbara. She's because changed she the name. Barbara twice. But she does come <laughs> in hand. Right. She got me, gave me a lovely pearl necklace last time. Seriously, right. from Debenhams. <laughs> Honestly, it's very nice. So thank you, Barbara, if you're listening. So we've got um, talking about the uh, <laughs> so we put a pillow up online. I put That's it online. Right. I can't even look at you. Right, we put a pillow up online, and uh, it's all right for you. I've got to be here every week, um, and uh, it's a pillow of my face, Barbara. My uh, Janice, sorry, my face. That's no, all right. We're all getting and, mixed uh, up. I know we have to. Right, go on. That someone had made. Of my face. It was, and I've seen it, and it's unbelievable. It's weird. It's it, weird. It freaked me out a little bit, to be honest. It freaked me out a little bit. So I'm asking the question: Have you or someone you know gone a bit too far in their love for a celebrity? Helen Mill says, "I know a super fan, friend of hers, huh? back in the day, who had a very painful eye. It was swollen and very red. She went to the doctors. They said it has got a little bit of glass." In her eye, and on her eyeball, oh. it needed removing. Off to A and E. Turned out, she used to sleep with a framed picture of Matt and Luke Goss from Ross. <laughs> <laughs> it got broken in the night, and she ended up with a shard of glass in her eye. I mean, that is that's too far, isn't it? That's it's too far. Far too far. Uh, Vicky Rich said, "I uh, I got Jeremy Clarkson to sign my boobs once." I mean, of all people, come on. What's the, what, who did who got them to do that? That was uh, Vicky. Vicky. Yeah, love. if it had been Vicky, love, jo- wake, wake, wake up, Vicky. <laughs> Sort that out. She must have felt a right fool when he left Top Gear. That's right. What's the point of this now? He's nobody to me. He's nobody. That's and uh, Kirsten Brown says, my sister-in-law, this goes a bit domestic, but I think, I think we'll all enjoy this. We Go all on. like a bit of a gossip, don't yeah, we? Yeah, of course we do. Go it's on. good, this. Sunday morning, Kirsten gossip. says, my sister-in-law drove nine hours and to another country to stand outside the funeral of a celebrity who died. Someone who she had a huge crush on when she was a teenager took time off work and everything, was in some newspapers, did interviews on the telly. Strangely, this is the bit. Strangely <laughs> enough, she couldn't be bothered to take time off work to see her nephew or to show her brother some support when said nephew was born early and ju- and had to have some surgery. Oh Tells you a lot about her, doesn't it? Does it? I mean, about- that goes from just informative text. That's right, to bitter family. To like, feuding. wow, you, you, we don't need to know all that. That second bit. That's right. That's not for us. No. That's internal. Sort it out over Sunday dinner. Yeah, definitely not via the radio because I will read it. Because I love, I love any content. Eight twelve fifteen on the text this morning. So let us know if you, you or a friend, have gone too far when it comes uh, to your love for a celebrity. Sunday mornings, eight till eleven. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I like this one from Sue. She says, uh, "I have a friend in Australia who, upon meeting Richie Sambora from Bon Jovi, oh, right. uh, a number of years ago, asked him to sign his leg so he could get it tattooed on." So she could get it tattooed on, right? Uh, Richie begged him not to do it. Uh, said in 20 years, folk wouldn't know who he was. I don't know who he is now. <laughs> I must tell you. <laughs> I can't that? tell you the truth. I, I only want the truth. Some people can't handle it, but we can. Anyway, uh, Richie Sambora, as you know, right, uh, Janice, yes. from Bon Jovi. 
fun. I know uh, Bon Jovi. <laughs> signed it anyway. A few days later, my pal was sitting outside of a radio station where Richie was doing an interview. Upon leaving the station, Richie spotted him, came over and saying, please tell me you didn't do it. Obviously, he had and proudly showed Richie his tattoo. A few years later, my mate was reading an interview in a rock magazine and Richie was asked, what's the craziest thing a fan has done? <laughs> Richie went on to talk about a crazy guy in Australia who asked him to sign his leg so he could get it tattooed. I mean, if you are then mentioned by the celebrity in question... Crikey, that is crazy. crazy. You do get a few people who, like, you know, they're like, oh, will you sign this? But I don't think that that would be too far. A tattoo of your signature. To be honest, my signature's different every time. You'd you'd be a fool to get mine done. I'm just trying to think, maybe maybe kind of get your pin number tattooed on. That would be useful. I mean, that'd be useful, That'd be useful for me, my pin number. (laughs) Just a little tattoo of your pin, but not a celebrity's pin number. Don't tell everybody. (laughs) It's supposed to be secure. I like taking risks. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine. Come on, let's break down the barricades. I'm a... I'm I'm not frightened. (laughs) I am... Quickly changing it with the bank. No, that's right. I am... yeah, no, I've had a few people. I had a fella come up to me once and uh, asked me to sign his uh, his thing. You are joking. He did. Right? I mean, he didn't get it out. He was at stage door, but he went, he said, we, he, he was like showing up in front of his friends or his girlfriends. Like, well, you sign, I'd sign a few, someone's arm, someone's shoulder or whatever. Like, And I, these are with Sharpies. I worry about, and stuff, you know, sticking and whatever. And he went, he said, will you sign, this was a great line from his girlfriend. He, he said it to embarrass me because it was embarrassing. He yeah, went, yeah. will you sign this? Like he sort of pointed down there. And I was like a bit flummoxed, like because off stage you're different, aren't you? You're not as confident. That's right. And I went, um, uh, and like people were laughing. And I was a bit embarrassed. And his girlfriend went, "Sign it. You, you just about get to initial it." Ah, I was very like, Boom. good. Yeah, that's good. Boom from his girl, from his own girlfriend. Uh, it's eight twelve fifteen on the text uh, this morning. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Um, this isn't a fashion one, but it, uh, it did make me laugh. Paul from Nottingham said, uh, "Once on a beach in Sardinia, I emptied my man bag." to find a full doggy poo bag that I'd managed to transport all the way from the UK through security and customs. Now, that's worrying, That isn't is worrying, it? Why isn't it? Why did they pick it up? Because maybe it was just under the... How much can you... Well, unless the dog has eaten some sort of explosives. There's no... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> was it under 100 mil? Well, that's, that's totally fine. That's right. Absolutely fine. That is worrying. Also, I feel now we've actually given some information to potential baddens there, that they can hide stuff in poo. We must... You're not right, supposed, delete, don't do that. delete that, delete. don't do that. D- don't do that, pack that in. Uh, Gaz says, uh, Jay, my nan, this is big fans, my nan, who is 92, has a life-size cutout of David Beckham outside the downstairs and loo. And why not? Why and not? why not? Brilliant, downstairs loo, they're just showing off. I know, now, look at them. Just a chance to show off again. Where are they from? <laughs> Somewhere nice, I bet. <laughs> Paula says, I met, my, I, I met uh, George Harrison. Uh, I got to hold his hand, after which I put my hand in my mouth. Yeah, that's... That's Dirty. disgusting. <laughs> Lucy, imagine right in front of him. Ah, That's not like, nice. Oh, I don't think George God. would have liked that anyway. No, definitely not. From what I know Tried, of him. I would, he would have liked it. He would have frowned upon that. Yeah, he was a nice lad. Lucy said, uh, hi, Jace. I know a super van who has ticks, uh, sorry, six tattoos of Simon Cowell and a massive mural in every room of her house, even the kids' room. I hate going there. A lot of tattoos going on. Martin, I'm that mad on Slash, I had him tattooed on my back. Daisy in Oxford, one of the main reasons my mum married my dad was because he looked like Michael Hutchins. I pretty much owe my existence 
to Michael Hutchins. There's a lot of this going on is this there morning. There's a lot too much in a way, worrying about. <laughs> there is, there is. Also, someone's just posted a picture online of uh, of me on a mug. Someone's had a mug made. You're losing out to I'm all this losing. merchandise. This is, my, this is my image, guys. I own this. this you've got the copyrights on that, look. Oh, this face is my <laughs> image rights. yours, mate. Maybe I should start putting my own stuff out. What would you put out? What would you put out? M- mugs and cushions. Mugs. I mean, that seems to be what the... the I'm only going... Supply and demand, Janice. Supply and demand. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie Cooper <laughs> uh, tweeted me. She says, uh, My mum nearly went through the window of a car Barry Manilow was in, chasing him from stage door. Oh, Big right. Manilow okay. fan. Yeah. Have you met Manilow? No. I'm surprised. You? I only I did roll variety with him a, lot, a while back. What's he like? Tell us what he's like. Um, well, he, he annoyed me to be honest because we're, because we're at Lowry in Salford and all us comics and Penn and Teller were in one little dressing room. There was about nine of us, and he had two dressing rooms to himself. He would have been fed up. I would have been lonely. More fun in your dressing room, wasn't there? I, oh, definitely. We had a right laugh. That's right. He's on his own. He's got two dressing rooms to himself. Lonely, though. Lonely. I think one one dressing room had him in, and the other one had uh, some of the puppeteers from Jim Henson, uh, who actually operate Barry, Barry Manilow now. He's, <laughs> he's, that's my only, the only that's explanation. Right. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Uh, 90 seconds before the end of uh, our time together, Janice. It's been good. It's gone quick, hasn't it? does it? go very... I don't know what it's like for listeners, but for here, us <laughs> here... Right. I mean, it might, going on for It might drag. And then two still on. It might drag. Uh, but I've got two headlines, two headlines here from my favourite stories of the week, OK? And I'll, let's pick one, okay. OK? These are the two headlines. Notorious runaway robot that has escaped lab twice has been arrested by police at political rally. Right? That's one headline. The other headline... Human cannonball breaks legs as stunt misfires. There's the two headlines. What do you want? Which one do you want? What do you want the information? The robot. I want to know about the robot one. I'm frightened. I'm frightened. Gone a bit Jetson, hasn't it? Jetsons. Yeah, that's the that's the that's That's right. That's the future. But that was the one we're thinking about. Yeah, we're fine with the Jetsons. It's the Terminator you've got. That's right. That's (laughs) a notorious runaway robot that has escaped from its lab twice has been arrested by police at a political rally. Promobot, he's called, was supporting Russian parliament candidates in Moscow when authorities attempted to handcuff it and take it away. It's believed that the arrest occurred after a member of the public called police as Promobot was recording the opinions of voters on a variety of topics for further processing and analysis by the candidate's team. A company spokesman said police asked to remove the robot away from the crowded area and even tried to handcuff him. It caused chaos on the streets after getting halfway across the road before its batteries ran out. So there you go. I mean, that's the other it's thing. It's not the... the robot's fault, is it? No, it's not. It's been the way it's been programmed. That's but right. what if that? What they could take over? That I am worried about. It, it. could happen. I am, and not and not for good things. No, because we're not. Look at us. We we we'll be. I can't run away from a robot. I can't. I, can, I can't. We'd be we'd be done for. They'd get us, wouldn't they? They'd be, we'd be the first to go, Janice. Janice, that's we've got to go. Oh, we've it's got been to go. lovely. Thanks very much. God bless you. Uh, you, Mrs. Barbara Nice. Make sure you look out for Barbara Nice anywhere you can. She's on uh, on on Twitter. I'm on Twitter at Barbara Nice on buses. Things like that. I'm on bus often. <laughs> She's everywhere. She's always on buses. And at the dance house and clear the road at Christmas. See ya. There you go. See you next week.